everyone, and welcome back to the Sporting Global podcast. And today we're here with Sandy Sin. And Sandy, thank you so much for joining our podcast all the way from New Jersey. How's how's life over there these days? My pleasure, sir. Uh, life is is uh, interesting as it is all <laughs> over the world. Um, staying busy, trying to stay safe, and uh, uh, looking forward to our chat today for sure. And that's that's what matters the most, you know, staying safe. I know like everyone is probably, you know, in a getting close to Christmas now. Everyone's like, you know, we're picturing themselves, ah, you know, it will be over by Christmas. I know, I know what I was thinking that for sure. I was like, you know, Norway will be fine like by fall, you know, like that that was always my top process. And now we're still here, you know, it's still going on, but you know, adapt or die. But we're still keeping the podcast going, you know, and we've been doing that since April. And today, you know, we're gonna talk about a little bit about like how you're going to carve your way to the top, you know, with Sandy and, and Sandy, you, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself, your background and experience. So our viewers, our listeners get a little bit better sense of who you are. Sure. Um, first, thanks for having me today. It's been uh, a great getting to know you and following, following what, what you guys are doing in Sport and Global and the podcasts. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I've always been involved in sports um, ever since I was in school back in college right. when, um, you know, I discovered that maybe I could uh, pursue a career working in sports. Um, right. But uh, it's um, been about 30 years, 25 years professionally, uh, ESPN, Major League Baseball, <clears throat> and now uh, starting my own business. So it's my it's my third career, so to speak. Nice. Um, so it's been pretty, um, pretty interesting, especially uh, starting it and building it during a pandemic. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, but um, you know, I'm, I'm uh, anxious and, and excited about putting all my experiences that I've that I've gained over over the past 25 years, uh, Major League Baseball and ESPN, and, and right. uh, seeing what I can build on my own and, and working with people really around the world, hopefully. Right, right, and 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 I mean, like, it, you've been you've been working with like you know some major organizations over the last you know years, and I think like you know one of the cool things is like you just like you know going out of that I guess comfort zone and like okay, let me let me start from things from scratch. And I mean, like, of course, we're in very different positions. Like, I literally just came out of school and like started my business. <laughs> of course, like I had some minor experience, but not as nearly as you did. But but I mean, like, it it must be also like a quite you know, different sort of mentality, I guess, like, you know, going from like that comfort zone to like starting a business and especially in this time, like what were some of the stuff that were like running through your mind when you were like, okay, let me, let me do this. You know, what was, what was the top process behind Sin Sports? You know, I feel, I feel, it's, I feel very similar uh, to when I first walked into the campus radio station at Rutgers in New Jersey. Right. In, uh, 1990. 1991, yeah, <laughs> 92, around there. Right. And uh, it's very fresh. And um, I know I'm going to learn a lot. Uh, now I'm just able to put all those experiences to use. Um, you know, confidence is a big thing. Sure. Uh, we just we discuss relationships um, and, and building those and maintaining those. Yeah. Um, and so while the work is new and, and, um, Kind of learning the ropes of being an entrepreneur is new. 
right. using the experiences of not only being out in the field and working, but meeting people, uh, running projects, um, gaining experience. You know, you can't be afraid to learn. I think that's yeah. I think that's the most important thing, For no sure. matter where you are in your career, whether you're yeah. at school starting out or established 25 years down the road. 100%. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna continue to work. Uh, absolutely. And absolutely. And so, you know, I think that's important to embrace that. And and as I said to you, like you sort of like build the foundation, you know, of like you know your network, your you know experience, and that also gave you you know a solid benchmark to kind of like okay, I know, you know, kind of like the steps I have to take, and what's what's essentially new is you know that entrepreneurial journey. But you know how the industry works, you know. A lot of people already so you kind of like build a, a solid ground and i think also that's that's very important forever for whatever you're going to do you know it's like building that foundation even if it's like you know you're still in school it's like okay start early you know and we're going to talk a little bit about that move, moving on as well and there's one thing i just got to comment on and that's your swedish aik jersey you know like it was almost like i didn't like wanted to put you into this podcast now, you know, as a Norwegian that, that hurts me, that hurts me a little bit, <laughs> but, I, but I'll let it slip. I'll let it slip. <laughs> I understand. And, um, you know, I like to, I like to say ignorant American a lot, you know, when, <laughs> when, when things like European soccer, soccer or football come up, um, right. it would be similar to maybe you wearing a Red Sox jersey as right. me as a Yankee fan in New Jersey. Exactly. So I understand that, but I did want to, uh, <laughs> represent the global game and, it was uh, it, it is a great I, I appreciate that but you know like as the the the, the struggle like norway sweden has i'm like oof, that, that, that hurts a little bit <laughs> but we'll make sure you get like some of the that you're still able to smile and laugh about it is too. No, of course it's like it's like a love-hate relationship you know between norway and yeah. sweden so i wouldn't i wouldn't take it too far but we always have to comment on it you know when you send me the Norway jersey, I will I will be wearing that. That that sounds way better. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on a little bit. So, why don't, why don't you talk a little bit about like how your career in sport industry actually began? You know, like how did you essentially enter enter the industry? Because there's so many ways, and I guess like you know, just sharing your story of like when did that opportunity open up, and how did you take that opportunity more or less? Yeah. So. <laughs> After college, I really wanted to get into radio. Uh, right. Sports radio was very popular. I graduated in 1994, and sports radio became incredibly popular, especially in the New York area yeah. in the mid-late mid 80s. And so when I, when I finally realized, okay, let me try to do something sports-related, I focused on radio a lot in college. Um, I... I earned a journalism degree, so I was able to write as well. It gave me a little flexibility, but I, I got my foot in the door at ESPN uh, for $7 an hour, right. um, uh, answering phones and um, uh, taking scores. And, and I worked at uh, Sports Picker, which was uh, ESPN's uh, wire service uh, for 20, 20 years. Nice. And uh, we ran the bottom line with all the scores, and now you see that on every right, channel right. you see. But we we mastered that. That's cool. Um, and so a lot of what I did as a part timer right out of school was taking scores from all different sports from all over the world, right? To update, you know, update that bottom line, <laughs> the database, and uh, all right. our customers, and 
uh, and that kind of thing. So right away, it was very cool because it was heavy sports, it was fast paced. Yeah. Um, and I was able to kind of um, get my foot in the door. And that's, you know, to me, that you know, I wasn't graduating from Harvard Business School. You know, I had right. to, you know, I got a good degree, but when you start in sports, you kind of have to make your own way and, yeah. and yeah. figure yourself out. Um, and so that was that was big for me, getting my foot in the door in there. And then uh, sports sticker had a heavy editorial presence, and I was able to um, join the editorial crew a couple of years after I started. Yeah, yeah. And started writing and um, ended up taking over the golf beat and was a golf writer for, for nice. several years and traveled nice. to the Olympics a couple of times and, um, you know, traveled the world and got to experience really bunch of different sports and events that I never thought I would I would really see or, or learn about, you know, editing um I get a rod stories and and uh following short track speed skating and some some fantastic events that you just you don't think you're gonna really right. pay attention to really. And so so that was a great uh Great 10 years, a lot of writing, a lot of editing, a lot of stuff up here, yeah. uh, kind of perfecting my craft, um, you know, helping manage a newsroom and, and um, uh, you know, working on, on, on the journalistic craft of, of, you know, finding news and facts and putting a story together and, and sure. things that I've been able to use even, even down the road. So that was my start with ESPN and, and, yeah. and it really blossomed into something that, again, having your having your mind open to the possibilities. Uh, I didn't think that I would be uh, covering the golf beat, but, you know, right. I did. And, you know, to be inside the ropes while Tiger Woods is winning U.S. <laughs> Opens. Uh, that would be really special, though. You know, It's when... hard to compare those experiences. Yeah. And, um, again, it was just getting my foot in the door, having an open mind, being aggressive. Right. You know, something's offered to you and, and you're interested. Take in, the opportunity, you know, right? Don't be afraid. Yeah. yeah. So, so ESPN was the big one to me. And I think still to this day, it's the most fun I've had of the job. Um, right. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's how I got my star, really. I think it's funny when I graduated school, computers were really just starting to become um, more popular and, and mainstream. So right. I answered a, I answered an ad in the newspaper to get my <laughs> job, which you can appreciate for what you do. Right. Um, and so that's how long ago that was. But, you know, it, I was aggressive. I was every day I was looking, I was, you know, seeing what I could do. And I was right. lucky enough to just, you know, like I said, get, get a chance. Um, right. But you also worked, worked hard to like obtaining that opportunity. You know, you did like some work yeah, during college, like for your, for your school as well, you know, like just getting your, taking that first step, you know, and like being, okay, what kind of value can I bring, you know, to the sport industry? And then of course, like you gotta, you have to actively seek it, you know, and not just, Oh, it's, it's right there on your doorstep. You know, like, I think that's something a lot of students are maybe expecting, you know, that, Oh, it's just gonna like, you know, a job offer is just going to pop out out of the blue. Um, but in fact, you, you know, you're just going to put down that effort being willing to, you know, look for it, like go for it and, and find it, you know, and as you said, being a little bit maybe aggressive, you know, in a sense of like, okay, like, what can I do? And like, is this an opportunity for me? And then once you get in, like, it's a lot more options to also, you know, 
go from like your starting point to like whatever journey you want to be inside the sport industry as, as you have done. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I use a, I use the uh, hustle parallel all the time. You know, yeah. as long as we're talking yeah. about sports, uh, the athletes that hustle the most put themselves right. in the best, best, uh, best positions to succeed. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't think working in sports is any different. Uh, the more you hustle, um, better better chance you have to succeed. And part of the hustling is it's not only the, the knowledge that you gain or, or uh, the specific skill sets that you build, right. it's also the relationships. They fall yeah. into that hustle. The more you hustle the way, the way you and I do, right. the more you're able to meet people in these kinds of settings and expand your, your network. For sure. Um, which can only help you. So, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm very big, you know, when I graduated, I wanted to stay focused on knowing as much that's going on in the sports world as I can, so that whatever skills I had, I could then apply that knowledge. Right. Um, right. So I think that the more you hustle and, and pick up those things and learn, yep. um, the better off you're going to be. No, I, and, that I, goes, and that, and that starts when you're in school. You know, you, yeah, you, you should, you should start with it right away, you know? Yeah, yeah. so start those experiences as soon as you can. Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, like, I always say, like, to people, uh, you know, when, when like, you know, when I talk about the business and I said, like, the the work I put down, like, in school, like, with building relationships, like, the mentors that I got, like, the advisors that we got, like, early, like, it's not like I plan like, oh yeah, these people are going to be my advisors and these people are going to be my mentors. It's not like I, you know, plan that out. But the work I put down and built that foundation that has helped me so much in like my journey as an entrepreneur and starting my own business in the sport industry because I put down all that, you know, hard work of like getting the knowledge, learning to like, you know, get get to know people better, like building key relationships in the industry and building a foundation you know as you've done of course like i had to speed speed run it a little bit like considering <laughs> you've been like 30 years in the industry before you started your company and i've been like you know what five six <laughs> before that but but it's still still at the same you know the point like you have to build that foundation and you can do it even if you're in school and i think like people gotta yeah. understand that is like don't wait until like oh i'm graduating now your time to do that do it when you're literally on your first day of school, you know, like who can I learn from? Like what kind of internship, uh, like volunteering opportunities can I take? Who should I speak with? And just be open as you said too. But I wanted to like dive a little bit more into like, you know, you working for obviously, you know, ESPN, Major League Baseball. What has been some of the key learning elements that you've learned along the way, like so far and that you have used now, you know, into your entrepreneurial journey? You know, I think the I think the number one thing, and it stems from relationships, is um, understanding most of us that work that are out in the business world work as part of a team. Right. Uh, it's very rarely where you're just in your own head. Even when I was writing, you rely on your editor, uh, news manager, uh, you're relying on sources, and and there's so many people involved in writing a story. Um, right. Then when I'm managing technology, there's so many people that go into running an interface. There's all the people that uh, are responsible for the infrastructure and everything that goes involved into that. And so, you know, I think the number one thing is really getting that team aspect. And again, using the sports analogy, 
Um, I'm a big baseball guy. So All right. you know, I, I always like to say, if I'm playing shortstop, you yep. play another position. Don't try to right. play shortstop. You know, right. it's the same right. in, in, in the work workplace. Yeah. Uh, we all have to work together to get a job done. And you want to communicate and make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing uh, to better the team. So, I, sure. and that I think that takes a little time unless you've done it in school, as we've talked about. Right. Um, the best, you know, the best parts of, of school for me were the things that I, the hands on experience I got, whether it was at the radio station or yeah. interning at the TV station and right. um, filming bike races and. That, that hands-on stuff where you're meeting athletes or troubleshooting technology, those are the things that you're going to need to perfect down the road. Right. Those right. are the, those are the things. Um, I can't tell you what I learned in a class. Maybe in a writing, <laughs> a writing class or a broadcasting class, you know, probably. Right. Um, but those hands-on things that, that you touched on that we've spoken about, you know, those are the critical things that that you keep building on the foundation um, that you bring to from job to job to job. Right. Looking into the future, the beginner faces a choice that leads him to the triumph or not. Being surrounded by like-minded professionals can be the best guarantee that you actually take that crucial career step. Sport in Global is a digital network for sports jobs. It gives you the chance to be involved in the sports industry no matter who you are, regardless of gender, nationality, and experience. Our AI system matches up talent with human resources. Candidates who align with the company's values and needs immediately get shortlisted. It saves time for HR and increases the opportunities available to applicants. The platform identifies tailor-made recommendations based on user needs, so you're always aware of the possibilities out there right now. SportIn Global is a place where students gain key tips about jobs and build the valuable connections that are essential for people at the beginning of their career path. The path from candidate to champion starts with a single step in the right direction. Sign up to Sport in Global. Sport in Global, the best way to enter the sports industry. Right, and then you're just continuing enhancing them, you know, enhancing the skills, fine-tuning them and, and getting, you know, as a, you know, sort of almost like a specialist or expert in, in those, those kind of things and bring them with you for whatever, you know, journey or, or venture that that might be, whether that's, you know, working for a new company or, or even like starting your own. Um, I wanted obviously to talk a little bit about, you know, you've been involved heavily in sort of like the data side of things too. And it's also been a vital key over the last few years and will be a very important part moving forward. And obviously we know, we, we know how much data is outside there, right? It's like tons of it. And everyone's like, oh yeah, like collect the data, collect the data. It's just like collecting, collecting, collecting. And now we're just like, well, it's not just about having the data. It's about how do you pick out the most important pain, most important thing? How do you use the data? And from your side, like, how do you create value out of the data and what should sort of like new students think about, you know, when they're moving into the sports data field, you know, like what are some of these like, you know, key stuff that they're like, how can they start building that foundation essentially if they're thinking about, okay, 
I want to like focus on sports data. I want to like try to like learn those mechanisms. Yeah, that's something definitely that's blossomed. Just you know, I think internationally, especially here in the states, is that、yeah. you can now focus on sports data and sports data、right. classes and its applications, which I think is is fantastic. That's something I kind when I was. You know, coming up, you learned maybe through a macroeconomics class, and then applied sports to it. But now you could actually study sports data、right. um, and analytics and all that. And I think, as you know, it's just it's something that's here. It's here to stay.、Um, you know, what industry, what particular sports industry you're in, and how you use it is different. But understanding how the data tells your story. Yeah.、Um, of your job or your industry or your sport, your、right. event,、uh, whatever the case is, understanding how, you know, what the data says and how it applies is right. You know,、right. you can collect、uh, millions of rows of data in a, in a spreadsheet, but if you don't know how to apply it,、right. the athlete or the or the game or the match, right, it's it's a waste. Right.、Um, so you know, I think、uh, you know, understanding again how it. You know the data is supposed to make a difference, right?、Um, so how are you going to how are you going to actively apply it、yeah. um, to to your sector? I think is good, right? And and I mean like a way to maybe start there too is like reach out to people that have those kind of jobs, you know, and like ask them like if you're interested in baseball, like talk with some like sports an- analysts, you know, data analysts in baseball teams in the league, maybe you know, ask them like what do you do? What are the most important data that you're collecting, and also make up your own, I guess, like opinions on, like, okay, what other type of data might be interesting for them, and how? Maybe there's data out there. I mean, like, I would assume there's data there that they have, but they're not utilizing in the best possible way because people haven't、yeah. thought about that as an option. And that's obviously that's where new thinking and innovation and like the, the the young students that have a different perspective can come in and say, hey, have you ever thought about Utilizing this data for this, you know, but then first learn from the people that are, you know, what they're working on right now. So you don't like, have you ever thought about this? And they're like, but we're already doing that, <laughs> you know.、Yeah. Like, I think it's really important to understand, have humility in that other people know a lot, yeah, but have confidence in yourself that you bring your own style. So、for、we、sure. all have our own styles that that are really. Um, probably conglomerations of a lot of different styles that we've interpreted and absorbed over the years, whether it's our parents,、right. our siblings, or friends,、yeah. people in the industry, whatever the case is, we have certain styles that we've developed from the influences that we've had. So, right, you know, the beauty of now 2020 and beyond in in the sports industry and sports data is that it's out there every day. Right. There's a story out there every day. You can,、yep. you, can you can read your own sport、uh, metrics, how they're being used within your own sport, really, and then develop your own style、um, and how the, how you would apply it. Right.、Um, and so I think that's critical. What you said is 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 to learn, and that's what it's、yep. all about. Absolutely. Is, is that you know we have to continue to evolve with the data, which ultimately is the technology evolving. Right, and there's so much technology out there that,、um, you know, you have to just be open to to learning, as as we say all the time. 
knowledge is key, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it comes back to the foundation. We always talk about network experience and knowledge. It's, it's the pillars, you know, yep. it's the pillars for success. But, but let's, let's talk a little bit about like the scene sports group, because obviously, you know, you're, um, you're like limited. What are the, some of the stuff that you guys are working on and working with? And you also have a great opportunity coming up soon. I mean, like we're already kind of like helping you guys, you know, looking for some great people in, in Leipzig and you're going to work like a champions league match. Like what are some of the tasks that they are going to do? And yeah, what are some of the, the, the focus that scene sports group is, is working on? So we, what I love is that we have a lot of different focuses right now. Um, certainly technology and data is, is a big one. And yeah. um, that comes from my time at, at Major League Baseball and everything I did there. Right. And, you know, running all of our, our ball and player tracking. And um, I think I was very lucky to be where I was for all those years because for sure. I just continued to grow. And baseball was a big big uh, trailblazer in that regard. And yeah. so what Zen Sports Group does is uh, we take the baseball blinders off and we're able to kind of work with all sports and all technology vendors and really get their technology out there, whether they need to find the market or the market needs to find the technology. Right. We're kind of in the middle of making sure that uh, those products, A, work and, and B, make sense in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, and then see, kind of tell their stories. So, right. um, so we work with a with a vendor that does a um, couple that do uh, football player tracking. Yeah. And so one of them has a new uh, portable system that we set up around the pitch uh, nice. in champion in Champions League. Tracks all the players and the ball. And they're able to use it, kind of feed the clubs, the data, the metrics. Nice. go back and they can watch the video and all that stuff. So sure. it's very behind the scenes. It's not very glamorous, but <laughs> it's very important. It, spe- it speaks to what we talked about earlier in working in your, in your team, uh, right. doing what you need to do to, you know, to kind of build that, build that out uh, right. and let that final product really, really shine. So we're, we're thrilled with how it's been going. We found yeah. someone in the Leipzig. So thank you. I'll have to, have to pull that that ad down now that really success but it's been going it's been going really well it's been it's been thrilling for me to 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 meet so many people from around the world yourself um people in russia and and, uh, france and spain and and, uh, italy and i mean you know pretty much anywhere we've had a champions league match we've been able to to hook up with people and and meet them and uh it's the universal language of sports is amazing uh, yeah, and, and and that project has kind of um, opened my my eyes even more to it. So, so yeah, that uh, the, the Champions League thing is is very uh, tech tech oriented and uh, definitely a lot of communication and teamwork and and uh, supporting people from thousands of miles away while they're <laughs> out at the stadium. And right. um, so that it's been great. We're looking forward to con- kind of continuing it. Um, the, you know, the next round once we get through the stage. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting times ahead. And of course, like with more sports back on its feet, uh, you know, slowly, gradually happening, you know, the more work you will be able to do and like, you know, collect whatever that 
the vendors with the with the teams in the in the market. So that's going to be very exciting exciting to follow for sure. Um, so so we're actually starting to wrap up like to to the end now. It's been it's been a fruitful conversation so far, and uh, like we always have like this this final question. I guess we always talk about, and we I guess we've been already giving a lot of advice. You know, you've been giving some you know talking about hustling, talking about you know uh, you know finding the value and, and and putting down the effort. You know, at the end of the day, so. Talk a little bit about like what tips, you know, just if we're going to wrap this up here, like what tips, you know, do you have for students that are trying to get their foot in the door? Like what foundations needs to lay to ground, you know, in order to succeed in this industry? How are you essentially going to carve your way to the top, you know, which is the topic? So like, what do you see as like, if you could like, you know, say like three, four things is like, this should be your focus. This should be like how you, like your key points to succeed. What would it be? Yeah, I always think of what would I do if I was 19? Right. right. Like that's, that's what would I do if I was 19? Like throw away freshman year maybe because you're just, <laughs> but you know, I, I think that I would kind of treat it like I was, treat college like I was the CEO of my own business and my business was me. And we're speaking specifically about getting involved in sports. So, right. Once you once you're focused on that, shoot college like you're the CEOs in sports group or or Olay sports group or you know whoever you are, right? And treat it like it's a job. Right. So there's you know there's so many things right now you could do when when you're a student and work in sports, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's incredible, especially with technology, yeah, with all the social media and everything that goes on. Uh, there's an incredible amount you can do. Um, so get those experiences, do as much as you can. Yeah. Um, I had an internship during a summer session and I worked at a, um, local KB, cable TV station for two months and I went to horse races and, and bike races and it was like I had a job. Right. Uh, I got credits, you know, towards school and sure. towards classes, but I treated it like it was a job. So. Yeah. Those relationships were important to me. Learning from the learning from the people that were there or veterans or weren't students. Right. You know, have humility. Humility is a huge thing. Absolutely. Understand you don't know everything. Um, and that other people know more than you. And that's fine. You know, I, I think I'm a, I think I have wisdom. And you know, wisdom comes with experience and age. Yeah. Wisdom isn't something that, right. that you're born with or have in your 20s. You know, you you gotta put in the time to gain the wisdom. I agree. And so lean on the wisdom, lean on people that you meet and the wisdom, and then gain the hands-on experience. Like I yeah. said, you're the CEO. Treat college like you're the CEO. Yeah. You'll have to do some schoolwork, unfortunately, and um, <laughs> but you know it's about that's, being that's part the of the role. CEO role. You know, hundred percent part of the CEO role. So a lot of CEOs are hungover during meetings. So <laughs> you know, you want to treat college like uh, it's a work experience. You know, a lot of this is training yourself on how to think, how to study, how to think, training your brain. Yeah. I mean, and you do that with those experiences. If you know you want to work in sports, work in sports. Start yeah. right there. There's no better place than doing that at school. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's a perfect way to, to end this podcast with Sandy. It's uh, some really great advice. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to like your mindset, you know, being 
ready, putting on the effort, hustling and, and being humble. I think like those two, like for me as well, is like, you know, of course, putting on the effort, but be respectful of people that have been in the industry for a long time. And of course, like come up with new ideas, be innovative and be, you know, creative, but be respectful and be humble over like the opportunity, you know, and, and take the opportunity that are out there. So I, I completely agree. I really align with it. And with that, Sandy, I would like to thank you so much for taking the time for being part of the podcast. I think it's been a, a great conversation. I wish you all the best with the Sin Sports Group. And I mean, like, we're going to stay in touch, you know, and we'll, we'll sure we'll, we'll, we'll update what's going on in a, in a few months or, or some, sometime in the future. We'll, we'll, we might have to do a second, second podcast to see what's going on. To see if the wisdom has has improved. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. Oh, it was my pleasure. I really appreciate connecting and uh, flattered that you that you wanted to speak with me and, and, and talk about my experiences and I enjoyed it. So thanks a lot. Absolutely, Sandy. It was a it was a pleasure having you. And with every video podcast that we do, we always finish with this not kiss, which means see you later in Norwegian. So now you know some Norwegian. Beautiful. Well. <laughs> Catch you later. Sounds good, Sandy. All right. All right. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye bye.